So, let us begin. We are back after a break of a um, indetermined amount of time, but I am once again here for the A Beard on a Widow talk film. I am not. He is I'm actually not here. here. I'm uh, not doing this. Not here. I am the Beardo and I'm joined by a Weirdo. How are you today, Weirdo? Yes, okay, you're talking very, very loudly into your microphone. I must apologise for that, sir. I just uh, get all excited. Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Back in your house. It's been a nice while. to be welcomed again. Oh uh, well, we, we can't make you feel too welcome, of course, because then you no. feel like you could come round and do yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't. Yeah, and to be fair, I don't really want to do that, so that's cool. You think you, it's acceptable to take your shoes off and stuff and it walk around in your socks? To take my shoes off. I even introduced you to my new tortoise, Tormund. Yes, you have a tortoise now. He is the um, leader of the wildlings. Leader of your balls. Yeah, let's hope he I don't is. get tired of him, eh? Because he's going to live longer than everybody in this room. Yep. Maybe uh, combined. Yeah. So, today, for our main topic film discussion, we are reviewing the film that everybody else in the world is reviewing, of course. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Da, 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 da. I thought we were doing Ferdinand. Oh, that was it's a shit, film isn't it? about a bull, voiced by John Cena. Was it? He's a huge swollen man, isn't he? Yeah, he's massive. Do you reckon he's got tiny steroid testicles? Absolutely. Like There's skills. no way that man has not taken steroids at all. I'm like, just no way. I'm naturally six foot six and three hundred pounds yeah, of they pure fucking, muscle. They, they try and like claim that their athletes are all they're not. They're not. They they've got steroids. Yeah, so many steroids. Yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, as you said, we are of course reviewing the Last Jedi. But before we get to that, I feel like we should um, brush over the the world of film news with our keen eye and see what well, we can come up with for y'all. Well, really, the biggest stuff that's been happening in the movies in the last couple of months is the. Uh, Harvey Weinstein um, thing rolling on. A lot of people coming out saying they've been touched. Um, Terry Crews, a notable male, that came out and said that he's he's been sexually assaulted. A couple of other men have come out and said that they've been. Terry Crews, the giant big one. Yep. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So that's uh, that's a pretty big um, case. Well, it's blown it all wide open now, isn't it? This is the straw that's broke the camel's back. It's a unstoppable tide now of truth and uh, hopefully some justice for these people and they're gonna yeah. get the appropriate punishments um disney has bought fox which means they now have a 40 percent control of the u.s movie business and 40 percent of the u.s television business is this a good thing or a bad thing it can only be bad it right? can only be bad i mean i saw a lot of people saying oh it's great disney have fox they can make all the x-men films now and la, 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 la. but you've got to remember the reason Fox was so bad was because they had such a big share of the market. So Disney could just turn bad at any point. Just because they're putting a lot of money into shit now doesn't mean that they're not going to be fucking cunts in five, ten years. You could say they might be tempted to turn to the dark side. Sorry, I just thought I'd give that... Give that give that y there's nothing wrong with your f podcast listening devices. I just thought I'd give that the reception it needed. Oh, I thought your laugh got stuck in it. In, uh, in your throat, I'm joking. That was good. Well done. That was very quick on your feet, and it was relevant to the topic of the show. Yeah, well, I, I thought I'd tick all the boxes. Yes, of course. Um, Ryan Reynolds set to star in Pokemon movie Detective Pikachu. I still not what. So he's not going to be an actual Pokemon. He's just going to be a person called Detective Pikachu. No, he's going to be Pikachu. Detective Pikachu. I swear that the whole. Yeah, he's going to be Pik the voice of Pikachu. Why is Pikachu a detective? Before, he only ever said Pikachu. Because he's the main little cunt of the franchise. They're still beating this fucking 
Pokemon drum. Like, what do you mean? Are they beating this Pokemon drum? It's fucking one of the most, still one of the most popular fucking things in the world ever. I don't, I don't think it is, Joe. I think it's dying. Oh, yeah, all right. Sure. Sure, 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 sure. Um, it's hit its crit- critical mass when we were like five years old and buying Pokemon Red and Blue. That's when it peaked. It's not fucking... It, that, honestly, mate, it's only got bigger. Do they still sell the cards as well? What? Do they still make the cards? Yeah, probably. It's like a million of them now. Since it probably costs them about 10p to make a set and they sell them for like £5. Yeah, there's that as well, I guess. Marvel Studios Avengers Infinity War teaser trailer came out. Did you watch it? Yes, indeed I did. What did you think? I thought it looks uh, okay, but not really. I thought that there were a lot of characters in it, and it was going to be an interesting dynamic to balance. Uh, Yeah, well, it's going to be like the previous Avengers films, but even more difficult, because now they've got more people. No, it sort of looks like they're going to split it in two, so you're going to have Black Panther, uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, all fighting a, a weird little battle off to the side, whilst... The Iron Man and all the the big boys actually fight the main threat. If that makes sense, because uh, they look like they got that little army uh, thing going on. Um, uh, d- did you watch the Black Panther trailer when that came out? What is there a newer one? Yeah, um, my God, does that look bad? I think it looks like four, but not four. It, I I don't know why it's the first Marvel film where I've watched the trailer and gone. Mm. Mm. I don't really like him as a character. Mm. Just, all he is does is wear a, a panther-like outfit and jump around and run fast. I don't mind the character. The character's fine. I mean, introduce me to a new character that I don't know anything about, but I just think the story looks shit. Who knows? I mean, that's like quite early next year, is it not? You'll be happy about this, but I... S- um, no, late May, I think, is. Oh, okay. Um, you'll be happy about this, but I don't understand how they got funding for it. Pre-production has begun on John Wick Chapter 3. Wait. That must just be straight to DVD, probably. Yeah, like the, like the previous I two. think it's just going to be straight to DVD, this one. Don't yeah. get your hopes up, guys. Yeah, like the previous two. Um, yeah. Robert Pattinson is set to star in a film. No way. Yeah. Fuck off. It's a film about a death row inmate sent to an isolated no-return mission to explore a black hole. Is that a euphemism, or...? No, it's quite an interesting concept, I so think. So it's sci-fi, right? Obviously. It's set in the future, not present. Well, obviously, we can't fucking fly people to black holes now. Well, I think we can, I just don't know. We how can barely even kill it. people anymore. We can barely even kill them. Bring, Bring it back. Bring, Bring it back. All you need now is a good, a nice Bring heavy rock, a substantial stone or a large coconut. Or have a large nut. Um, yeah, Sharp that, looks, that sounds interesting. Um... During test screenings of the disaster artist, the biggest comment from test audiences was that they didn't believe it was actually a true story. <laughs> oh yeah, we still need to see that, don't we? We still need to watch it. We'll watch it together and give each hey, other it's handjobs. Hey, the room. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Oh, hey, Mark. Um, I How is your sex life? Is, um, Wes Anderson's new film looks interesting. Got, got puppets in it. Sort of looks like a... Uh, fan- Have you seen Fantastic Mr. Fox? Yes, it's a stop motion film. Sort of looks quite like puppets. that, I think. Yes, with lots of puppets and lots of voice actors. The same people are in his films every time. Obviously, bouncing off the success of the Star Wars franchise at the minute, Lucasfilm is going to start production on an Obi-Wan Kenobi Star Wars spin-off. Oh. Which will probably bridge the gap between episode three and episode four. You think oh. he ages... Well, <laughs> apparently the universe only <laughs> ages about 15 years, but the... Um, oh, no, about 20 years. How old is Luke? In 20 years it ages? But Obi-Wan Kenobi ages about 50 years in that time. Yeah, well... Uh, 
I, I can just brush things like that under the carpet. So yeah. is that going to be running concurrent to what happens with Rogue One, or is it going to be no, a, length, no, no. a lengthier saga? It'll be. They'll probably be able to make one or two films out of it. We need to fill in all of these gaps. Nothing can be left to the imagination. Um, uh, I think that'll do. Other, the biggest thing at the moment is um, Disney buying Fox. Other than the Wes Anderson, no one Wes Anderson. Oh, Harvey oh, Weinstein. You can't get these saga. names mixed up, mate. I know it's, uh, it's dangerous. It's dangerous, isn't it? It's dangerous. Dangerous. No, um, yeah, the Disney well out the fucking way. That's all I'm saying. I tell you what, I've got my eye on that mouse. I've got my fucking eye on him, mate. I've got my beady little pearls on him. Before you know it, they're actually just going to own everything. Oh, they are. Yeah. Donald Trump's going to come out wearing like Mickey Mouse hands. So. Huge. Huge. Mickey Mouse hands. Disney is huge. It's huge. It's the biggest thing in the world. Don't go to Disneyland, though. Not the French one. Fucking crap. I about to say, I'm going to Disney World. Where's that? Florida. Yeah, that's better. Be probably be a lot better. Wow. Substantially. At least nah, 15% better. No, I've heard we're Disney good. World is Basically, amazing. Basically, Disney now owns Simpsons. They own Indiana Jones. A- any Fox property. They Star Wars. They own all the Marvel stuff. They already own Star Wars. They own Marvel. But not just Marvel the films. Marvel as a company they own. All the comics and stuff. Yeah, uh, Star Wars is still made under Lucasfilm, but Lucasfilm is owned by Disney. Warner Bros. is separate, though, aren't they? Look Warner it. Bros. is separate, but for how long? For how long? Before you know it, we're all just going to be like, you think, how working oh, in a man. giant Disney store. I think Disney bought Star Wars for something like $5 billion, was it? Something like that. Yeah, it wasn't as crazy. As they've released four films, and they've all made at least a billion dollars back. Yeah. It's just a license to print money. Like that's without the merch, the fucking twenty, thirty pound lightsabers, Kylo Ren the Lego lightsabers. sets, the outfits. Yeah, right. So the, the that's sex the, outfits, the, the, the sex the, toys. Ooh, what the Disney sex toys? The unlicensed ones, though. The C three PO sex doll. I've heard that's a hit. We in this house, it is. Yeah, always. Uh, so yeah, I think we're pretty much uh, up to date. Well, not up to date, but I feel like we've we've brushed over the news from the last two months. Yeah, with a beautiful canvas, and Ooh. now we can uh, uh, we can move on to a section called "What have you been watching, Joe?" Other than the main feature, anything of note? Anything you want to mention? Well, we both Series watched the room TV recently, which we might be doing a separate episode on. So I think we mentioned that on the last episode. Oh, maybe we did, um, but I don't think we both have watched the room at that point. No, I think we have. Okay, I think I watched it. Um, uh, what did I watch the other day that was okay? Uh, you, what have you been watching? And I'll try and remember. Well, I watched The Gremlins last night. It's a Christmas classic. Getting yeah. in the festive mood. Seen it before? Seen it a few times. No, yeah. it's good, isn't it? Watch it most years. It's um, funny. It's a little bit mean, but it's... Because uh, it's I haven't really watched that many Christmas films, to be honest, leading up this year. Yeah, I think you've just reminded me. I've been watching a lot of Christmas films recently. I watched um, The Night Before with um, Joe Gordon-Leddit. Levitt, Levitt, Levitt. Seth Rogen. Levitt. Seth Rogen, where Seth Rogen's just a stoner, surprise, surprise. And then the um, guy with the wings from... Guy, yeah, the guy from... That was fairly funny. I quite liked that. That was that was fairly funny. I watched Jingle All The Way, which is one of my most favourite Christmas films ever. It's a classic. Still haven't watched Die Hard Especially yet Especially when he year. punches the deer. Oh, man. Jamie. Reindeer. Jamie. Durable Man. Durable Man. Booster. I'm your dad. <laughs> no. I like yeah, it when he's fighting all the Santas as well. Oh, That's man. Yeah, it's got Big Show in it, isn't it? And... Um, Vern Troy. Does he appear as one of he's, the he's one of the little dwarfies. little dwarfies? <laughs> a new name dwarfies. for him. Dwarfies. Dwarfies. When you have more than one dwarf, 
you have dwarfies. Oh man, um, that's that is a good. I like that. It's so it's so cheesy, so nineties. It just it, it stinks of the fucking nineties. It's got a thingy in it as well, hasn't it? The uh, Jake the, Lloyd. Yeah, the, the kid who now hates Star Wars. Yeah, he's, yeah. Little, <laughs> little Anakin, little and Annie. Last night I watched the first Daddy's Home, which has some of the worst CGI sequences in it ever. Oh, yeah, I've s- I saw it a couple of years ago when it came out. It's yeah. alright. I think it's fairly well written. It's not Will Ferrell's funniest film, but what is Will Ferrell's funniest scene recently? Yeah. When yeah. has Will Ferrell made a good film in the last five years? Oh, like a really funny one. Um, no, just a good one. No, a lot of his stuff was early 2000s. He's becoming the Adam Sandler of comedy again. <laughs> just with his own he is, though. He just keeps making films with The Rock and what's his face? The Kevin Hart. One. Kevin Hart. And Mark Wahlberg. Kevin Hart's fairly funny, but he's so... Oh, just non-edgy. His comedy is just not edgy at all, is it? It's like it's almost like um, we have what's his name, Michael McIntyre. Like Michael McIntyre in this country, it's almost like that, just a bit more modern day. It's just like it's not edgy at all. It's just like this is a funny joke. Well, yeah, that is a funny joke. <laughs> not pushing the boundaries, man. Not push the boundaries, not man. The boundaries, Kev. Uh, yeah, I think we think we're ready to move on. Uh, really, unless you, what have you been watching? Come on. Oh, I've been watching a bit of Peaky Blinders, still catching Peaky up. Peaky Blinders? Uh, I know season four's been out. I'm just working my way through season three as we speak. I've not watched any of it, but apparently it's very good. Uh, it's pretty good, yeah. It's got uh, some big actors pop up as well and cameos. Tom Hardy. Um, Tom Hardy, yeah, he pops Tom up. Tom Hardy's in it, yeah, okay. Uh, Cillian Murphy's obviously in it. Yeah, he's the main character in it. Cockney looking geezer people. And uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, the one film I will mention that I did watch is a film called Re- Requiem for a Dream. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I saw your gushing Facebook post about it the other day. Yeah. It's a bit depressing, that film. It is really depressing, and I, 99% of the time, I can't stand the thought of watching a depressing film, especially one that's got any sort of basis in reality. I know this is book based on a book, but obviously, like, addiction is a real thing. Is it? Yeah, apparently oh. so. I've heard I've heard through the oh. grapevine. Someone said it at the post office, oh. but it's got Jared Leto in it, um, Jennifer Connelly, uh, one of the, um, the stoner guy from Scary Movie, one of the Thingy Brothers. I can't remember. I always forget his name. Halfway through, it takes a bit of a turn, doesn't it? It does go a bit mental, yeah, especially with his mum. And then it just, like, yeah, it lost me there. I just went, oh. I don't know, I kind of just saw it as in wanting to depict, like, the mm. madness of the addiction. But, yeah, I, I watched it, and then I needed a hug afterwards because it was just fucking... Aww. I, I really like, I enjoyed it, but I've got no desire. I kind of enjoyed it. I was just sort of, like, depressed. I'm not sure, but I never want to watch it ever again. But I, I would suggest that people do watch it once. Hauntingly brilliant. Yes, those are the words I would use to describe it. So yeah, shall we crack on? With Let's crack on words with Star the Wars, Jedi. The Last Jedi. Who is The Last Jedi? Kylo Ren, is he The Last Jedi? Maybe. Is it Let's Ray? find out. Is it, um, what's the name? Susie. No, uh, what was Finn's mate's name? Macy. What, the Asian one? Yeah. Rose. Rose, yes. That's the name. Yeah, she was fucking redundant in this film. Uh, Where shall we start? Where shall we begin? The start of the beginning. You're crazy. So this film's supposed to start pretty much exactly where Uh, The Force Awakens finishes. Yeah, basically the galaxy's all in disarray um, after they destroyed the Senate or whatever in the first film. Then the First Order just basically taken over. The First Order! Starts to them like raiding the thing. Basically, they're, they're looking for Luke Skywalker before the Rebellion can look can get to Luke Skywalker and you just sort of join the last hope of the rebellion until they're all flushed out whilst the First Order are attacking them. Yeah. And the majority of this film is watching the rebellion run away very slowly. Very, very slowly. Their fuel runs out (laughs) and Poe Dameron is just a bit of a 
cunt. It was basically like watching a slightly bigger tortoise. Chase Chasing a slightly, slightly smaller, smaller tortoise. tortoise. Those scenes were a bit... But no, the, the opening scene where obviously Poe and his gang are like carrying out an attack on one of the, the juggernauts, I think they're called. They're supposed to be oh, like yeah, bigger yeah, Star yeah, Destroyer yeah. things. Basically, he, he needs to learn a lesson that he can't just be this maverick fucking fighter all the time. He needs to become a leader. Yes, he can't always fly by the seat of his pants and solve mm. all of his problems in an X-Wing. Sometimes he's got to look introspectively think and think about what he's doing. Hey, Le- Leia did a good... The um, Carrie Fisher did such a good job in this film as coming across as like a wise owl. A wise Very owl. Very calm leader under pressure and not scared to teach someone a lesson. Yeah, she doesn't seem that bothered by it, really. She's a good she? actress. She's very good. Well, she I'm was. She's dead now, Joe. I don't know if you read the news. She died last this year. Well, last year. someone's been watching Requiem for a Dream too much. Um, no, she's she's really good. She was really good in this film. I thought she was amazing. Um, other than the dodgy scene later on in the film, which we'll discuss in a minute. Yeah. When she supermans it back to Fucking the ship. Fucking hell. All right, let's just go into it now. Um, <laughs> After they sort of like successfully attack this thing, she's telling Poe about the the that every every time you blow something up isn't ex- necessarily a victory if a load of people die, and then they do get caught up because they find out that they've got like um what is it uh warp speed tracking so they warp speed away and they basically get followed and that do you know what that warp speed tracking that was discussed in Rogue One yeah I heard someone mention that um yeah so basically the uh, Empire have Empire First Order sorry all the same um, all the same yep. Have developed a system that space can Nazis. They can track people through hyperspeed, so they're trapped in this impossible situation where they can't go into hyperspeed because they lose all, lose all their fuel and they still be able to be followed. But so they just have to run away very slowly. And their um their main little ship that they're getting away with does get attacked. It does get blown up. Um, a number of the key characters are still on the ship when it's getting blown up, including uh, Akbar and Leia. Mm-hmm. Akbar just gets sucked out into space with no yeah, knife. just gets sucked out into space. Kylo Ren doesn't actually fire the, the killing blow as we thought he he might do. He sort of just is still doing his teeny angsty thing of, I don't know who I am. I thought, <laughs> I thought he was quite interested in this film. I thought he did quite a good job at playing the, I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Am I that evil? Is he coming out of the evil closet or is he going back in? Exactly. And, Snoke, and Snoke did a fucking good job of manipulating with his big ugly head manipulating his emotions and being like you're shit you're shit you'll never be anything and you're like, shit I think this film really put across because you never really saw that relationship between the Sith and his master where he was being trained so it's quite interesting to see like the manipulation going on behind the scenes when Snoke was like you'll never be anything you'll never be Lord Vader you'll never be that good what's the point why do I bother sending you to these things knowing it would wind him up yeah, so SIF training basically consists of running somebody down to get a reaction. Yeah, it fucking it, honestly, I thought I thought it was some really interesting like stuff we hadn't seen in this universe before. But uh, just coming back to this quickly, uh, when they are first attacked by this um, big ship, and Leia is sucked out, Le- Princess Leia is sucked yeah. out into space. There's some really lovely shots of her body sort of like freezing. I can only assume in the cold, and. Um, I thought, yeah, this will be a nice way for it to go. Sort yep, of like no. just floating out into space, looking kind of a bit angelic. And then all of a sudden, she starts to fucking Superman, hocus pocus way, her way back to the the, the ship. And that re- that almost like made me laugh almost. Yeah, it, it really is a jarring point in the film that I really didn't like. Um, pretty much that and Finn and Rose's entire side plot 
which came to absolutely nothing in the end, oh, except what? for having um, what's his name? Benicio del Toro have an opportunity to do another silly voice. I will not betray you. Yeah, well that that's another thing, isn't it? Um, let's just go all over this. But uh, I think that Finn is like absolutely wasted in this film compared to what he did in the first film. So he ends up on the rebel ship that's running away very slowly. Um, Leia goes into a coma after she Superman's back to the ship, and this this woman takes over, who I think did quite a good job of you questioning her intent for a lot of the film. It's the bird from Jurassic Park looking old. I couldn't I couldn't really figure out if she was. What her intentions, what her intentions were, were. It was it was quite hard to figure out. I think she did a good job, but yeah, Finn. She was the stubborn bitch character. Tries to run away to go and find Ray. Hooks up with this little Asian thing called Rose, whose um sister died in that opening scene, didn't she? Dropping yeah, the bombs. yeah. And then they have a whole side plot where they go to a casino prop planet because, uh, which made it feel like a um that part just felt like completely Guardians of the Galaxy to me. Like yeah, whole, I mean... The I visual vibe, everything was just like, yeah, God, yeah, it's, God yeah. it's. It, it, <sighs> it tried so hard to sort of bring in the story of stuff going on behind the scenes, I think this film did. Like, so, like I was saying with the, with the Sith training, but also the they were trying to bring in the whole galactic arms dealing, and you found out that people that were selling ships to the First Order were also selling ships to the good guys. And it was supposed to sort of make you go, ah, hmm, oh, okay, that's interesting. But what I'd always, I'd always, I'd always thought that like they just like the baddies in the Star Wars universe just had loads of money and were just, just making their own shit. Yeah, because like they, they built the Death Star. They didn't. Or are you telling me that they had like subcontractors? Yeah, coming in who are owned <laughs> by like, the rich people. Yeah, like yeah, they got like a, a they they contract out their cleaning to ISS. <laughs> Was that supposed to be like a um a little a moral lesson or something for us? I, I don't I, know. What, yeah, it was, I, seemed really heavy handed and just like yes, we fucking know. We sell fucking <laughs> weapons to everybody. Uh, ultimately, though. I, I kind of like that Rose girl, but I really think Finn, Rose, and Del Toro's little side plot where he betrays them as well is just wasted. I think when you're going to have an actor like Benicio Del Toro in your film, you could do so much more with him. I, I, I'd actually forgot that he I was mean, supposed to be in it he turns, until that point. He turns good by the end. Does he? Does he? No, he, he betrays him, him, doesn't he? No, he just betrays him and leaves. betrays him and fucks off. just disappears. Oh. Spoiler alert. Del okay. Toro's a prick. Um... Yeah, and yeah, and it's just crap. And they end up back on the ship, and they don't get killed. And somehow they're lucky, and they they get off, they get off the ship because BB-8. That's cool. I like that scene when BB-8's powering that little two-legged <laughs> Walker thing. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, coming back to what you said about Kylo Ren, and he's he's basically getting bullied and potentially molested by um a old cracky face, cracky face vagina clip. Um, I like the scene where he smashes up his helmet. That was one of the best scenes for me. One yeah. of the best friend scenes. However. Showing that rage. When he's like. Rage. When he calls him like, oh, you're basically just a boy with a mask on. When Adam Driver takes his mask off, he looks kind of cute. Hey, you definitely. He's, like, he's a very little boyish face. He, he, someone put him next to a picture of Keanu Reeves the other day. And other and than the fact he's got massive ears, he does look fairly like Keanu Reeves when he was younger. He did look like that, yeah. It's yeah, like, I've seen that. imagine if you were on that ship and you've never seen Kylo Ren without his face on and you think, oh, this guy must be fucked up. This guy must be fucked up. And then you basically just see this like <laughs> mid-twenties attractive guy walking past. How weird did he look with his shirt off? Yeah, that was a bit odd, I think. A little bit peculiar. There's, there's, a, there's an official Kylo Ren, unofficial Kylo Ren Twitter page and he just posted, I've been working out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That became clear. Um, we've discussed quite a bit now, but one thing we haven't discussed is possibly the mainest plottedest point, which is that Ray has been finally sought out Luke Skywalker and found him on his little fucking island in the middle of nowhere. Little island with um, weird four-titted cliff monsters. Oh, uh, yeah, that was... And he just, like, milks them. Just milks them. Milks them. Well, let's hope it's another Luke, because he just milks it straight out. He catches a, a big fish just with has a, it fresh. a large fishing rod. A bit peculiar. Yeah, he's living an interesting life, isn't he? It's, he he's living on the original Jedi Temple, apparently. Allegedly, which is the middle of nowhere. So that would just become a an island of masturbation, I feel. Yeah, basically. An island of solitude. Once you've finished fucking the weird little fish women, you'd probably... But, it, yeah, it turns out that Luke wants nothing to do with the Force. He's turning himself off from the Force completely. blocks it out from his life. And um, you find out, and I thought this was quite interesting as well, that he was training... Kylo ran up, and yes. that um, he sensed dark in Kylo Ren, went in to attack him in a moment of weakness, realised that he was doing wrong, but by that point he'd already struck his lightsaber up, and Ben Solo decided, nah, fuck you, cunt, and just yeah. tried attacking him and ran away and became evil. Yeah, we, f- we find out a bit about that. These, um, I mean, this film is... It's fairly long. It's about two hours and 20 two minutes. Two hours. They seem to spend quite a lot of time on this island. And a lot of people are, like, going a bit mad over, like, how amazing they thought Mark Hamill was and this Luke he thing. He was good. But I just, I feel like he was okay. But I'm not I'm not sure how good an actress Daisy Ridley is. And no. I found a lot of those scenes to be a bit overly long and a bit boring. Some of her lines were just, some of the dialogue in this film is just fucking, fucking atrocious. weird and atrocious and out of place. Out of place. However, um, the, the feedback I'm getting from a lot of people is the problem with Star Wars now is when you go and watch it, you're so overcritical of everything because you want it to be perfect. You want it to be like the first three films. But a lot of people are saying the second time they've gone to watch the film, they can take themselves out of it and just watch it for fucking just the film. They fucking loved it. But yeah, you're right. Some of the dialogue. In the whole film, not just on that island, some of the dialogue is so horrible. Well, that's an interesting point because I must admit I was super excited for this. I've recently rewatched Rogue One and um, Rogue One was not good, and Force Awakens just to get myself in the mood. Um, so I was quite hyped. I really enjoyed the Force Awakens. I know everyone says it's just a New Hope ripoff, which it kind of is, but it also did some of its own stuff. Yeah, it was. But I came out of this film just on the whole feeling a little bit disappointed. I felt like. The first hour and a half or so could have been condensed down a bit. I wasn't happy with what they did with Leia. Um, the last 45 minutes was, to me, that was Star Wars. I know everyone's like, oh, people are just expecting it to be what they think of Star uh, Wars. But that's I, when it really kicked off for me. I don't know. I, I disagree with you to the point of uh, three bad points for this film that not ruined it for me, but I didn't like were the Leia scene, the whole side plot with Finn and Rose. That could have just been avoided, really. That, didn't, that was unnecessary. And um, oh and dialogue, some of the dialogue options. I think other than that, this film did such a good job of exploring some stuff that hadn't been explored before. Um, so, for instance, when when they're on the island, when Ray and um, Luke are on the island, there, there, you just you sort of discover that it's not as as easy as good and bad. There's not just a good side of the force and a dark side of the force. There's a balance, and that you have to. You know, there's that really weird scene where she sort of like goes into a dream sequence, like Luke does in um, the second, the fifth film, and um, he's just like, she sees that black hole and she's like, "Fuck, that's the dark. That's the dark in me." 
and he senses the dark in her and goes, right, that's it, I'm not fucking training you, I can't train you, you've got dark in you. But you sort of come to realise that actually there is the dark side of the force, you just have to learn to control it. And yeah. there's that really cool scene when Yoda pops up by the end, he comes back as like Ghost Yoda. Oh, Ghost Yoda. And he's here. just like laughing. He's like, he's laughing because Luke's like, I'm going to burn all the books. I'm going to burn them all. And he's just like, went all hit fucking go burn them then, mate. I do, I do prefer the, because um, obviously in like the, the prequels films, they came up with all this nonsense about metachlorians and this and the force and yeah. a load of hyperbabble. This was a more uh, interesting way of looking at it, sort of almost like on a molecular level as it just being something that exists between everything. And I like the little thing you did with, oh, can you feel the force? And it was just in with a twig. Yeah, like, yeah. Stroking out. I, d- uh, I mean, he's, he's, he did a good job of explaining the force as well. He's like, do you f- just feel the connection between everything? Like, it's it better than midichlorians and you've got shit in your blood and all that sort of stuff. I just, I, I felt like, I know they wanted to do something different and explore some different stuff, but there didn't seem to be a whole lot of Star Wars isms in it, and I'm not saying I wanted like a repeat. There was the, the odd few. I didn't. I didn't want like a carbon copy of the Empire Strikes Back or anything. But I, I don't know. Part of me was just expecting something else, I guess. And I maybe a lot of people. Maybe I need to rewatch it. I, I think a lot of people were let down because they were wrong. They didn't expect the stuff to happen in this film that did happen in this film. Like the whole Snoke thing. Everyone after the first one was like, "Oh, who's this Snoke guy? That's going to be an interesting side development." Well, halfway through this film, Kylo Ren fucking kills him. Oh, he yeah. ain't got a fucking clue who he is. Yeah, I've, that's something I was a bit confused because he's supposed to be. We don't know who he is or anything, but we understand that he surely must be more powerful than Ren. You'd think because of his ability. To yeah, he can like go into their minds and get them to talk to each other, but he can't sense that Ren's pointing a lightsaber at his stomach. I- I, I I just think he's a powerful Sith Lord. I I mean, I've why is his head so big? I don't know exactly. What I, is I, he though? That's the thing. That, is he that a is the thing. I, I I am more than happy to just believe that he is just someone that is fairly well trained in the Force on the dark side. That's just risen to power, and now Kylo Ren's done to him what he probably did to his master to to take over. The master. But leading into that, uh, that was my favourite scene in the whole film when Ray and. Kylo Ren are fighting the, I think they're, what are they? The are they Red, the Palace Guards. The Palace Guards, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, they're, they're really Do you cool. know what as well? I wanted more of that. Because the, their backstory is really interesting. They're supposed to be like the best of the best stormtroopers who can go toe-to-toe with Jedi and shit. Because they've got kind of like lightsaber-y, because um, Red and um, Ray are actually struggling at one point, aren't they? They well, like barely, barely best them. We've already seen that, you know, they can make weapons that can withstand lightsabers. They had that baton thing that they were using in the first film. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really like Ren. I thought uh, Adam Driver did a fucking great job of playing Kylo Ren. He had a lot of like anguish inside of him, and like you sort of, I know, I know the the whole scene where he's hovering his thumb over the bottom to really button to kill Leia is like really like fucking drawn out, and yeah. it's just like it's so obvious that he's like, should I do it? Should I not? Should I do it? Should I not? He does a good job of playing someone that's like really just like mentally anguished. In all the scenes when he's chatting with Ray as well over the Force, and they're just like, "Oh man, that's good." When 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 Snoke's like, "Yeah, I was the fucker that connected you. I know exactly what you two are talking about. I <laughs> wanted her to come here." I was like, "Oh man, you got played. You got played." That's the thing. I guess what we used to, especially from like the original films, when you've got like a, a villain who's just like so just like singularly evil, yeah. as Darth Vader is for the most point, he's like got no. He's got no like mercy, and he's very much established. When he's sort of still like, we're like sort of learning about 
what he wants to be as he's going along. Like he's not really established. Like we yeah. still don't know what what it, I mean. I know ultimately he ends up sort of leading the bad guys, as it were. Yeah. But we still don't actually know where he's going to end up. Really. You got you know you got good and bad. In like in the in so in the original trilogies you've just got good and bad, and I think the prequels did a good job of like having bad exist as good and then last minute become bad. You can't ever say the prequels did a good job. I'm only joking. There were some alright bits. The prequel story was there. It was just the rest of it was shit. Everything um, everything else. The pod battle was good. The pod battle was good. Darth Maul was good. Um, uh, this film did a good job of, of being a Star Wars film as well. I thought all the space battles were fucking amazing. It was very intense watching the Rebels fly away very slowly. I mean, you'd think that would be a shit film, but it was fucking pretty like... Some of that was a bit like, oh, this is... Oh, this God, is dragging on a little bit, but it was pretty intense. Like as as they're sort as you're figuring out that they've actually not got a plan, um, and then in the end they do have a plan. <laughs> yes, yeah, I, I I liked it because it it turned the whole franchise on its head a little bit. You've got you didn't have good versus evil anymore. You had you had good that has evil in it, and you have evil that has good in it. And which one's going to convince the other one to come to the other side? Like there was a, there was a point in the film where I was like, actually, what if Ray does go to the dark side? I was never fully convinced. I didn't think they'd go that far. I was thinking maybe maybe Ren might turn to the light side, but then who would the villain be? Like, well, that's, that's what I mean. Thing. Well, Snoke could have been the villain versus them two, and he's more powerful than both both of them. So well, apparently he was, but then he got he got fucked up. And then I think we'll end with what I thought was one of the best scenes of the film. Well, he just assumes that he can end it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Eh? Mark. No, Luke Skywalker turning up as a fucking false hologram. Yeah, no, that's one thing I have to call bullshit on. When the hell did this false hologram thing come into existence? Well, it, it never Luke's, happened before. Luke's like it? one of the most powerful fucking Jedi's ever. He killed Yoda, him. Yoda never did it. No, yeah, that's because Luke literally gave up his whole fucking life force to do it. I call bullshit on that one. I don't. I thought it was fucking that, brilliant. They pulled that, that out of their arsehole. I, I think you should have just died. What do you mean like they pulled it out their arsehole? They own the fucking franchise. The point is what right. Are you like, what? The they can do what they want. Yeah, if they exactly. want Yoda to go, oh, I love butt plugs, and just shove a butt plug up his ass, they can fucking do that. You wow. can't go, well, they pulled that one out their arsehole. Wow, you went for Yoda butt plugs. No, my point is that he could have just as well been there and died as not been there, and it was the same outcome. No, anyway. because if he turned up, they would have just fucked him when he walked outside. Well, no, that would have been better because imagine if he did have the power to show that he could have survived all those lasers and shit and he was still stood but there. That like would have been, like, been like a more badass moment. But the point, the whole point... And he was actually like physically... What, also, what I didn't understand, I, I understand what you... But what I didn't understand is in the, in the previous hologramic things where Snoke was manipulating them, like other people couldn't see what they were seeing, but everybody else that was the bad guys could also see him. No, they but like, that, that was a hologram. Yeah, but... In the past, that's like a new thing. Like he wasn't using that. hologram technology. He was just no. I, I know he was projecting himself. But what I'm saying is, when uh, Ray and Ren are being seeing each other, other people can't see them, can they? I didn't think that happened. Like they couldn't see that they could see each other. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean oh, I that's mean. because just them two were linked. So he was linking into all the minds of every bit. Every no, every he bad just person. projected himself so it looked like he turned up on another planet. And used all of his fucking power and then had to die at the end. I still don't like it. You can't you can't say, oh, it just feels like they've added it in because it is their franchise. They can do whatever they want to it. Oh, well, so it if, if they suddenly said, oh, Superman can also shoot copy out of his arsehole, you'd be okay with that. He probably fucking could. <laughs> 
It doesn't taste great. I thought it was great. It's a little bit earthy. Because it was, he obviously had the master... His master plan was he showed up at the back of the base so it made the rebels think they could get out knowing that Ray was around and would be able to give them hope because they go, well, she's fucking strong because she can lift all them rocks. I've, I call bullshit on how quickly Ray got trained in the force. Completely bullshit. Yeah, she'd have no idea how to use it. Did it seemed like they spent about three days on that fucking island. Well, considering that the actual that, that pursuit's going on, and I swear they only had like forty-eight hours or whatever. But he knows. He knows. He knows. Number one, he turns up and he'll give them hope because they'll see Ray lifting rocks and she'll get them all out of there. Rebellion will live on. He also knows that Kylo Ren's too stupid to figure out that he's not actually there. There's a really cool scene where they're battling and he's like looking at his footwork and dodging all the fucking lightsabers when he doesn't actually have to. But by the time he figures out... Oh, he out did the Matrix cheat as well, didn't he? Sorry yeah. That. yeah well, by the time that Ren figures out that he's not, not actually there, all the rebels have escaped. And also, he knows that when he turns up on the planet, they're going to be like, oh, fuck, it's the legend, Luke Skywalker. No one knows how actually strong he is. So when he turns up and survives about a thousand blasters, they, they're, they're more like... They're, they're less likely to think that he's a projection and more likely to think, actually, that's just the fucking the legend that is Luke Skywalker. You cannot fucking kill him. Okay. I thought it was interesting and good and completely different and it moved the franchise on. Um, completely unexpected that he dies at the end. Completely unexpected. I thought he'd at least make it into the third film, but I felt uh, I thought Leia was going to die and then it was going to be him. She should have died floating in the in the ice. Yeah, yeah. In the icy depths of space. But no, nah, you know, Rebellion's got a leader. It is interesting as well. The, the the film ends with the rebellion with about 10 people in it. Yeah, but then they also show you that some kid on a planet where they ride big horses. No, yeah, yeah. Sort of um, as wearing a ring. So one day he'll grow up and be strong. Maybe. So then the, the the question is now, where does this film go from? Is the next one going to be 20 years in the future? But the problem is, now, um, they could have a different director doing it. So is it going to have like a massive tonal shift? Is it going to become more conventional? Is it not? I doubt it. I reckon they'll run it like Disney, um, like Marvel, because they're a fucking tight fist. A tight fist. Oh, yeah. So should we... Um, Give our final thoughts and then do some questions. Yeah, go on. We'll score it up. Yeah. So, I like the first 10, 15 minutes. The following hour was a, a bit patchy in places. Obviously, performances are generally quite good. Not a big fan of the training stuff. Thought that some of that was dull. So, you know, shit could have just been cut out entirely. Last 45 minutes was awesome. Um, yeah, there's parts I liked, parts I didn't. Um, I'd give it like 7 out of 10. I'd give it an 8 out of 10. All right. Justify. Justify. I'd, 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 I'd think it was amazing it really moved the whole star wars thing on um made you question good and bad um made you question what it is to, to be the sith and what it is to be the jedi could ray have gone bad at any point could um ben solo become good at any point it's conceivable um, it, it, it did it did it, it added extra things into the franchise it, it it moved it on more than the first film did and i think that's what this it needs it needs difference didn't see Luke Skywalker dying. Didn't see the... I know it was shit, but didn't see the whole layer false fucking bubble back to the thing. Has she ever displayed... Other than, like, feeling like if someone dies, she's never actually displayed any physical powers, has she? No, think. but she's false sensitive because she can feel like when Han Solo dies and it all that It means she just stuff. sits on a, uh, on a comfy pillow um, she can have an orgasm. The Ooh. whole Poe Dameron side, side plot, that was suspenseful. I really felt that was good. Um... The whole film, you feel like the Rebellion's going to die at any point. And everything that was Star Wars felt Star Wars. All of the, the ships were interesting. All the space battles were interesting. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, one little thing before we get into the questions. 
obviously this film has um it's got like all well, like leading up to it being released I, I had a little look and i could see that it had like no, 94 no, naughty 94% on rotten tomatoes but a lot's been made of the fact that it's only got something like about 50 uh 50% on from users based on users and um i wonder where i'm just curious as to how that gulf has appeared i mean a critics a bit more open-minded and Star Wars fans just super rigid, I guess. Maybe. I will usually go with the critics. Yeah. It's the problem is that fans had an expectation going into the film and the film didn't meet that expectation. I, I there was some shit films. There were some shit scenes in the film. I'm not going to defend it and say it's the best film ever. There was uh, some problems with it, but to give it a five out of 10 is like, no, this is not a five out of 10 film. I'm sorry. Like it's just not. And, if you were really that disappointed by it, well, maybe don't watch the next one because you obviously don't like where this, where it's going. You, if you want, if you want a carbon copy of the first trilogy, go and watch the first trilogy again. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. Um, I personally, after hearing a lot of people's thoughts on it and stuff, I think I came out of it. Initially, I felt like quite negative. I thought about it a bit more. I spoke to some people. Uh, I, I think I just need to watch it again before I can really. Yeah, it was the same yeah. with the Force Awakens. I know that was accused of being a clone but the first time i watched that i wasn't mad about it but i've grown to like it the more i've seen i it, thought so. this was better than the force awakens <sighs> i really do yeah really do yeah uh so let's move on we've got I've got three questions today we can three just, we can just blip them out quickly go on then uh, this one's from the aussies in the countdown pod they what said, up how did you feel about the many many creatures introduced in this film good again they've added so much they added a lot to the whole thing what, even the shitty-looking giant horses? Even the shitty-looking giant horses. And I thought they looked all right. The casino planet looked shit, those but th- those, they were interesting. Those porgs exist purely to make money, though, don't they? No, those porgs exist because, apparently, that little island they were filming on, there was puffins everywhere, um, and they had to CGI porgs in over the top of them because they couldn't get the puffins out of the shots. So they had to basically... You're telling me that the biggest film company in the world couldn't remove puffins from a shot? But I thought it was really. I thought the, the scene where Chewbacca's like mothering him is well funny. No, isn't it? He's, he's, he's like eating one, isn't he? But then he's looking at the. He's other about one. to eat eat one, yeah, and then they're all just looking at him like. We didn't get much Chewy in this film at all, did we? We got enough of him. I can't really remember what he did. I guess he doesn't really do it. Does he just stands there like a rock? Yeah. Good question. All right, next question. This is from the CNC Geek Cast. Did it resi- redeem itself by the end for you? I had a lot of problems with it, but the last forty-five minutes definitely saved it for me. Again, if you're going to go into this film and overanalyze it, you're not going to enjoy it. I think if you just went into this film going, this is just a Star Wars film, let's just fucking take my brain out of the real world and watch some fucking crazy space battles for two hours, you'll enjoy the film. Crazy space battles? Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with the comment that you've made. Like, like I've said previously, the first hour and a half of me wasn't great, but it definitely, like, if it had carried on like that for the last 45 minutes and there was no big finish or anything, I would have been proper fucked off. But I think they they ended themselves that they had to provide some of the classic Star Wars isms, and it was cool seeing the um acts. I but thought one other thing, I feel I feel like Finn was robbed of his heroic death. I think he should have died. Um, I ju- I just think he was just totally misused in this film completely. Exactly. So just kill him off if that's what they do with him. They could have had him have a heroic death. I don't know where he was going to go for the rest. I of feel the film like anyway. he's is he a romantic interest with Ray? I don't know. Yeah, does she fancy is. him, but I don't know if they fancy each other. But I think. He he his story he still has to f- come full circle. I'm still interested in him, but I just feel like he's wasted in this fucking film completely. Well wasted. All right, let's move on to the last question. This is from our pals at Sudden Double Deep. 
They said, we really enjoyed it, except for the Fantastic Beasts midsection with Finn and that new girl who basically <laughs> did nothing. So where do you think it'll all go next? Do you know what? I, I, I couldn't guess. He couldn't actually guess, could he? Well, I think you're going to see Kylo Ren. No more Death Stars, though, please. No, no, more, no Death more Death Stars. I think Kylo Ren's obviously going to take over. How how far in the future is the next film going to be? Is it going to be straight after this, where the Rebellion's got about 10 people in it? Or is it going to be 10 years' time, when they've got bigger forces and they can actually go up against the First Order? Yeah. Um, well, are they, are they're already talking about an, an additional trilogy, are they not, afterwards? So I'm um, assuming that evil will probably. continue to live on well, in I mean, the universe. Uh, it's just what... I couldn't have guessed what happened in this film. I don't think anyone could have guessed what had happened in this film. Is is Luke Skywalker going to come back as a false ghost and train Ray a bit more? Well, train her. Train her good. <laughs> Dirty bastard. I, also, don't you think that Mark Hamill with that beard looks a little bit like Peter Dinklage? A little bit, yeah. In I human size. What you mean. Normal size. He could be Peter Dinklage's um, giant dad. But on, yeah, honestly, I, I wouldn't even want to guess. I really wouldn't. Well, we've approached the 45 minute mark. I think we've exhausted this topic beyond our reckoning. Um, mm-hmm. My belly's starting to grumble a bit, so I think we should whap it up here. Let's whap it up. Don't know what we're going to do next. It's obviously the Christmas period. We're going to eat a load of food, drink a load of beer, but we will be back, of course. I don't know what's happening. But we'll watch something and we'll give our shitty opinions on it anyway. Thank shitty you for listening. Opinions out of our shitty I've assholes. been a weirdo. And I've been a beardo. And we, we talk, talk film, film and, and stuff. movies. And people. That was well rehearsed. Goodbye. Uh, 